Welcome back to 10 Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Grail, and I'm sitting in the Kanga Motorsports studio. Across from me is my co-host, Adam Nilsson. And on Zoom, we have the Club TR racer and Chop Top Challenge driver, Ryan Seiler. Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming on the we, show. We, we this third been a, this year? Or last year? Uh, oh, second. Yeah. Third Club TR. Third. Behind Was it? Uh, ben and then Grant. So... Ben took first in the Civic, and then Grant from Iowa took. Sorry, Ben Thorne, Gears right. of Gasoline took first. Yep. Grant Davidson from Iowa took second, and then I took third. Very close with uh, Dana, I believe. I think it was only a couple points this year. You weren't that far behind Grant either. It was coming down to the wall. Well, it was. If I would have won Road America, it would have been second place. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, it's coming Dana down to the wire there. By a tenth. Oh, that's America. right. That's what it was. If you could have kept kept up with Dana, that's what it was. Yeah, I remember that being super man. close. <clears throat> Dana doesn't have the emotional attachment to his car that Ryan does, and it shows in his driving. Yeah, he hit all the curbs at Road America, and all of them, and Heartland Park. Yeah, his fast lap at Heartland Park. Um, so you come over Alpha, take the right across the drag strip, and then left is that two. Um, yep. Two wheels off, almost four. Just <laughs> probably four wheels in the air. That was his fast lap of the weekend. Got me by a second in Heartland. It was just wow. silly driving. No yeah. fear from that man. Yeah. Those Wisconsinites, man. There's something in the water. There is there. something in the water. I guess there. it's probably it's not, in the ice, actually, I think. In the beer. Because there's they only, don't drink water up there. Well, yeah, it's because it's always frozen. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's just it's gotta, it has to have alcohol in it so it doesn't freeze. Yep. So. It's all that spotted cow. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's not a that. fan. There's a hot take right there for you. Spotted cow is not that good. Whoa! <laughs> Fight me. Spotted cow is not that good. We'll start. Sorry, it it's a novelty. We'll start the episode with the hot take. How about that? Yeah. The only reason they're successful is because they've limited their distribution. I thought it was pretty it. good. I've heard Ryan get on his high horse about it. How terrible it is. Yeah. I mean, he'll drink it. Don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, that's beer. Drink so, anything? I was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen a beer that Ryan wouldn't drink. Nope. So. Drank Miller Lite the other weekend because it was free. You've been hanging out with Dalton, haven't you? No. Good. I drink High Life, not Miller Lite. Oh. Isn't the champagne what, of beers, Robbie. Isn't that what Dalton champagne. drinks? Yeah. He drinks whatever's on sale and, and out of date at the, <laughs> <Whatever's> <laughs> the drive through liquor store. Whatever's shelter. basically free. When Dalton says he's drinking sale beer, it's expired beer that the vendor dropped off for dirt cheap, and he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's literally expired? Yeah, he's got a case of it for, like, $10. <laughs> oh, by a case, I mean, like, a pallet. Like a pallet. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yep. A pallet. He has, to take flat. The, he has to take the truck down there because the amount of beer he's buying won't fit in the Camaro. Yep. Yeah. Just forklift it into the back of Slumlord. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Ryan, I... As much as we've talked and traveled and done things together, I don't know that I know how you ended up in cars. And I know that your dad has a Corvette, but yep. I don't think he's necessarily what what you would consider a car guy like my dad is. So how did you end up in this stupid little world of ours? I wouldn't say my dad is not a car guy, but he was definitely not your dad as far yeah. as deeply delved into it. I mean... For better or worse, most people aren't. So yeah, I mean, he grew up. My uncles, they all had cool stuff. Um, Dad had a Camaro in high school. Um, Uncle had like a '72 
Pine or a Buick GTX. So we grew up around just having cool stuff. They had El Caminos and all that. So grew up having that. One of my uncles now has a Challenger SRT8, like 2012, whatever the first year was. Um, so just kind of always been involved in it. And then with me being 30 now, grew up in the Fast and the Furious era. Young you know, print magazines and my brother is or was into hondas still is pretty much but he's the one who got me into hondas and then my first car was my 91 prelude that i still have today and i was a deep deep car show boy for a lot of years yeah what's that like he was like way Ah. deep like deeper than you ever got Oh yeah. Wow. So it's, you, you ended up like on the other coast, didn't you? Like, yeah. So I put together, built that prelude for. So what, what is time. the prelude? Let's talk about that real quick. The prelude is a 1991 Honda prelude SI. Uh, it's a four wheel steering model. So it's actually a fairly rare car. If it was a low mile stock, clean title, car it would be a bring a trailer baby i've tried to talk him into putting it on bring a trailer a couple of times yeah, it got close a couple he years goes ago back and forth I was between say, I, like I, i'm I, never gonna sell this thing and i should just sell this thing a lot i understand that so do i <laughs> so do i it got close so um i think i was 18 and we ended up going to um import alliance down in nashville tennessee um, so actually grid life was just there last weekend promoting grid life. Oh, that's uh, right. went down there and that was like the peak, um, like JDM, uh, clean, like never seen any of these Hondas with all these rare JDM parts. Um, just crazy to see clean cars other than like what rolls around Sioux falls. It's just, you know, cherry bombed civics that are total shit boxes and never really seen it. And, just like okay cool i'm gonna do this and that was when like the shaved engine bays were in and all that so i was like i'm gonna uh, start building the prelude and do a shaved engine bay and make it look all pretty and maybe hopefully one day get into honda tuning at the time was the magazine and we kept doing car show stuff i kept building the car i was in college so it was a probably a four-year process to build the car and we kept going to Import Alliance every year. I ended up buying the engine and transmission that's in the car at an Import Alliance on sale and having it shipped back to the house. Jesus. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was deeply involved in the car show stuff. I've driven that car all the way out to L.A. and back. Um, did Pacific Coast Highway 1 in it from San Francisco down to L.A. Um, just good times doing car show stuff. And it was actually that trip to LA that really spoiled my car show desires desires. Cause yeah. like I, I didn't intend to go there to win an award or anything like that, but I saw all of the um, political or politics played and I ended up actually losing a class that I could have been considered in um, to a guy that had a spray painted engine bay. <laughs> so like, I'm not saying my car is nice by any means, but it's not a piece of shit. I put a lot of time into it and all that. So, um, that one actually looks nice. If you go look at my S 2000, that's the old track rat. But, um, 
went to California, came back, was complaining to my friends about said item. And uh, my friend Jason Wynn, who's now in Wisconsin, told me we need to go to Proving Grounds the very next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually loaded the prelude up on a trailer and trailered it up to Brainerd, Minnesota. And I did my first track day at BIR. Well, so Don't you recommend. didn't. I recommend. thought you. I thought you did some autocross first. I didn't realize you jumped. I did a straight couple autocrosses. Oh, okay. I think I was at every autocross you saw me at in Sioux Falls was probably the only one I ever went to. Or... I was going to say, I, I feel like I may have been at your first one because I, I remember like Josh Vettis kind of knew who you were, but you guys weren't that friendly at that point. Yeah. Um. Because you, you had crossed paths, but weren't weren't friends like you are now. And yeah, but and I was I remember, still a car show boy. Yeah, I remember it being real early on, and and uh, you know, obviously, because you still only had the Prelude at the time, you didn't have the S two at that point. Yep. Um, yeah, and I I remember riding in the Prelude because uh, Josh is like, dude, you got to ride this thing. He's like, he's like, because it's four wheel steer. It's mm-hmm. so weird uh, because I guess. So it doesn't it doesn't activate when you have this until you have the steering wheel like so far, right? Um so the third gen prelude, um, in my opinion, not being biased in any way, shape, or form, is probably one of the better four wheel steering systems because like I think the three thousand GT or three hundred ZX had it, the R thirty two Skylines had it. Yeah. Yep. Um, all in that generation, and then GM came out with their quadra steer and like everybody oh, else garbage. had it. But the third gen prelude was actually like a fully mechanical system so it's got a um, front um, steering rack that has a steering shaft that goes all the way to the back to another steering box and that's what controls the rear steer so there's actually a steering rod or a drive shaft per se running all the way down the transmission tunnel of the car so it kind of looks like a four-wheel drive system is what it looks like but on the third gen prelude if you turn the front wheels just like slightly to merge on the interstate the rear wheels will turn in unison with it. And then once you get past a certain degree, the rear wheels will tip back against <laughs> it to do a tighter corner. Oh, and in an autocross setting, that is the weirdest thing ever because You're your so steering weird. inputs are so quick. It's constantly just <laughs> doing like a, like, I don't know. I would call it like a waggle, butt, like a dog yeah, super you excited. You could feel the back of the car kind of like doing its own thing. Oh, weird. And, Ryan would be like if on one of the like few times you'd have like a steady state corner. Yep. We'd be coming around and like right at the end he could put a little more uh angle into the steering wheel and the back end would come around a lot quicker and straighten the car out and off we'd go down to the next corner. It was such a weird feeling. <laughs> if you know, cuz getting a front end a front wheel drive car to rotate in autocross that's like the thing, right? Right. And that car kind of like did it by itself. Did it by itself? But it was like so not weird. in a cool way like no. it was really unpredictable in a way like you still managed it well because you weren't slow no and if you rode in the car too that was with the stock motor that made all of 115 horse too so that oh, car really? makes 200 wheel now oh jesus Dude, i bet I you realize that i say once you get used to it i bet you can be pretty quick with it well i know like i mean i don't know anybody else who's done anything with with the prelude specifically but like you mentioned the 3000 gts and this and the skylines and stuff like that that's like one of the first things people do is delete that oh is it because it doesn't work that well 
But I think those are more of like electronically controlled. And yeah, there's like hydraulics and all that. Like this yeah. is a total. There's no fluid. There's no electronics. The fourth and fifth gen preludes they moved to electronic four wheel steering, and that was a total not good. That's the first thing those guys do too is throw that out the window. Hmm. Yeah, lock but, that out. Yeah. Move on. It's just dead weight. Yeah. So no, I've never driven a car like that. It's fun. Maybe I'll bring it down sometime, Robbie. It's okay. really I, cool. Or I can come up. It's cool. Okay. I might go see uh, Buddy Chen over Memorial Day. I think he said, uh, what's the Subaru tuning shop in Des Moines? Off the line. Oh, off the line. Off the line's having an open house. So I might come down. It's a cool Oh, place. yeah. Off the line's awesome. an insane yeah. shop for Des Moines, Iowa. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great shop. Yeah, when I was down there a month ago, he took me there. I was yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. No, I started. Nice I, I started going there to like I had the GTO tuned over there, and I've yeah. done, I've gone over there for a few other things, yeah. even when they're at their old shop. Yep. And uh, then so I made his comment about it. And my mom's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, that's your second cousin." What? <laughs> yeah, they, they they own a Subaru shop down down in Des Moines. That's, uh, Justin, he's your second cousin. What a small ass <laughs> world. <laughs> <laughs> we did uh, we did a show in their old shop. Yep. Yeah. With, with uh, Zion. With Zion. Yeah. Yep. So. Small but, world shit. Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to talk about that because I've never really known like how you ended up in the car world or even in the Honda world. So, um, yeah, I went to went to Brainerd that summer and on oh, track world, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Born and raised, not really Honda, but got into Hondas and i've been a fanboy ever since and i like to say it's acting my wage because i can afford the car and go afford to do things with the car so right right that's kind of where i'm at with it so the s2 that he has now that you have for um for the track day stuff now that's got some interesting kind of funny history to it as well uh it's lovingly known as the flood 2k uh kind of walk us through that real quick um, so yeah, like I said, went to first track day at Brainerd, uh, drove the prelude, um, met some people that I'm still best of friends with today because the track community is great and we'll go more into that later. <laughs> um, but I started tracking the S2 or not the S2, started tracking the prelude. Um, at the time I had the prelude and I had a civic SI as well. And, um, I knew the backlight on my computer went away um i was going to like rpm to go to fast fridays and sunday fun days and just enjoying it and starting to drive and the more i drove the prelude the more i knew the dollar amount and the figures and all that that were in the car like i didn't want to make it a beer can (laughs) and uh started tossing around the idea of um buying at the time kick myself in the ass for this an integra type r <laughs> rns 2000 to do track day stuff because my si needed a full engine rebuild and needed a lot of money and it wasn't really the car i wanted but i still wish i had today that's another that was probably crap up not like the type r but that's probably crap up in value too gave that si away we don't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> That one, that SI had a full B18C JDM Type R swap oh, with fans. 
That motor alone is probably worth like too much money. Yeah. Yeah. So like the bottom end needed to be rebuilt on that. That thing burned oil like a freight train. Standard Honda things. Standard Honda things. Like I tried to sell it because when I was trying to sell it, I had already bought the S2000. Um, We'll go into that in a second. But I um, was trying to sell the SI because I didn't need three cars and I needed a tow rig for the S2000. So that's where the SI needed to go. Um, I was trying to sell the SI full JDM B18C swap with trans LSD, uh, full CTR interior headlights. Um, it was going to come on stock wheels, had tain suspension. Like it was a really nice car. I All still the JDM wish I had it. Oh yeah. Damn yeah. Son. Like it was a nice car. I listed it for, God, that was probably five, six years ago. Listed it for $8,000. Someone DM'd me and told me to go kill myself <laughs> because I was listing this car for too much money. What an idiot! <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's—I mean that's how it is though. Like it yeah. doesn't matter what you post. Oh yeah. Like I, I remember the two forty. Someone offered me like three grand, and they weren't like—I mean they're being an asshole, right? But they're like, none of these mods count for anything. I was like, what? The motor's worth that now. Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Those yeah, B8, that SI, those, man. Those Type R engines are worth a ton of money now, aren't they? Those are worth probably forty five, fifty five hundred right now. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds about right. So, so like, dumb. Like every, that car was uh, still back in the day it was worth every penny I was asking for. Oh, I ended yeah. up selling it to a buddy for a song and a dance, and I think it ended up in the Des Moines area with a blown up motor. So if anybody knows where my Civic SI went, I'd like to buy it back. <laughs> uh, but before that, um, I was actually sitting in class one day. And um, a friend messaged me, hey, you should go buy this S2000. I learned what track Midwest was that day. Oh, and no. this car was out in Wisconsin. <laughs> and I picked up a 06 S2000 that was originally flooded out in 06 with 8,000 miles on it that was bought by a shop in Chicago and then sold to a gentleman in Wisconsin who used it as an autocross track day car himself and put another probably 4,000 miles on it. So then I picked up this S2000 for a song in the dance, a song in a dance back then. Wait, it has that? Is it that low, low mileage? That chassis is under under 16,000 miles. <laughs> what the hell? What? what? Yeah. I didn't what know that. <laughs> I had no idea. Holy shit, that's crazy. That's unreal. So yeah, that car came pretty much set up how it is-ish today came with the Olins, came with the roll bar came with the seat um came with a set of wheels and that was about it it was a typical s2000 uh, starter package came with rpf ones big had the apr wing on it roll roll bar go track days perfect paid 12 grand for the car did it have the hard top had the hard top too that's a good price man yeah especially when it's got some safety in it too yeah yep had an olmp containment seat um yeah really nicely set up car and other than that it was stock but yeah stupid low mile chassis i didn't realize it was that low mileage that's hilarious i thought my (laughs) omni was low that's crazy yeah yeah it was flooded out in tennessee or kentucky in 06 and then sat for years and yeah huh so then you bought it with an F in it still, right? Yep. Still the factory F22. Um, made really good power. Um, we did 
E85 um, stock or uh, stock intake, stock header, three inch exhaust that made like 232 wheel and like 150 torque down at excessive. That's kind and, of a crazy number yeah. back then for a naturally aspirated four cylinder. Like that's yeah. for, I mean, especially cause like, what would this been like 2012 you said? Um, yeah, probably, you know, later 15? than that. It was probably like 2016, 2017. Still, like, for a naturally aspirated... I know Ks can do crazy things now, right, but, but back then, for a naturally aspirated car, that's not a slouch. No, it was a really good car. It was honestly too much to learn. No, my first rural drive car to learn track day stuff, but... Hey, What's that like? I think I did all right, so... <laughs> been there. Dalton's over here like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I, I, I started with a 500 horsepower fire. car. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm still scared of it today. I don't know what your point is. <laughs> I get that. I'm so scared. I'm so scared it sits in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Nah, I'm staying out of that one. Oh, God. So, but um, then let's fast forward to the demise of the F. Blood 2K. <laughs> Blood 2K, man. Um, so um, by this point in my life, I've gone like full into autocross because it's local. I was a part of the local autocross club as the vice president for a while. And this is when I met uh, Josh Fettis and really got to know him and become friends with him. And then we started doing the uh, neon champ car stuff and all that. So um, with all this, I've dove more into the autocross and road course scene and all that stuff and met a lot of good people um but um coming home from an autocross one day still street driving the car a lot um i live in the middle of sioux falls we had a flash flood um decided to take the car down a hill as a big old suv came the other way and washed water completely over the roof of the car (laughs) Yeah. Uh, sucking water up into my super low mile F22, throwing oh, the no. rod out the bottom of the pan. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I did not know that. Flooded. Yeah. Did so not know it's that. It's been flooded, flood damaged twice. <sighs> Death by flood. Death by water. Yikes. So that's the running joke is uh, we keep that car out of the water, keep it out of the rain. Don't let Ryan go out. Uh, when the track is a little soupy, like basically you can't run RPM like most of the year because there's yep. too much standing water. Oh yeah, don't do that. So yeah, that would no, explain. I'll go off for every wet session I can get. That would that would <laughs> explain why water. it's the wet the weather's so shitty at Gingerman every time we're there together. That's fair. That's fair. It's your fault, Ryan. But it didn't rain any of the times. Yeah, this year we actually had really good weather at like at Gingerman. Oh, well, I mean, it was like super shitty dry. And, yeah, like, the track was, was awful. At the end of the year. So. Yeah. I've never yeah. been a gingerman on a good track day. Um, have I? I don't know. Once, maybe? Out of I don't, like eight times Well, so there. I don't know what it was like when you and Dalton went, but the first time you brought the 240 there. Rained. Uh, October. So cold. We yep. were the most miserable. That, that, was, that was awful. And then I don't know what you did with Dalton. I think that was the only time you ever brought the 240 were those two times, or, or no. no, that was the Z's. No, it was the first Z event was the first. So did the 240 only go there once? Just once. Okay. Yeah, because I brought the Z the next time. 
and then you went you didn't go to spring kickoff this year did or last year did you you just went to gingerman once right last year no i went there i went there i went there twice a year ever since have you yeah because I, I raced there twice last year oh okay yeah, because I, mean, I did both. I think the spring kickoff was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, spring kickoff wasn't bad. Yeah, it was It was nice weather. The track was shit. track that was shit at both grid lives this year. Yeah. I, it, it, was worse, sounds, it was worse in the fall. But. That sounds like a racer excuse to me. That sounds like Ryan trying to give us excuses as to why he was third and not second or first. See, I I just chalked it up to me being terrible. Right. So like, yeah. I just assumed that the track but was Ryan, fine and Ryan, I'm terrible. It's, it's the track's fault. It's more so saving the embarrassment that I haven't been sub 140 at Gingerman. <laughs> Same. Same. I mean, that that proved to be more of an accomplishment than we thought it would be in a Club TR spec car. Yeah. Well, last year. Last year. This, I, this year, it's in a full-on arms race. It's what? out of control. What's the deal? What What changed? Uh, nothing. Nothing changed. The rules oh, just, didn't change. The cars the got changed. the cars. The cars got silly. Okay. So the cars got silly. Uh, are you falling behind, Ryan, or are you oh, just gosh. jumping in line? I'm behind. Ryan's on a build year. I'm oh, on a build year. and I don't even think that's gonna matter. You just plan. Just plan for the yeah the next year. Um, if anybody would like to buy my 2000 Chevy Tahoe, <laughs> I would like to buy a uh, Honda Fit. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday Cup things. Yeah. 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 That seems more reasonable. These It's frustratingly more and more and more reasonable every day. Yep. So, yeah, the Club TR class got real crazy this winter. The, everything gets crazy all the time. Like, look at the GLTC yeah, cars. Right. It's unreal. Yeah, they outlaw Hoosiers and don't go and still go faster. Faster. Everything's more expensive. I'm and doing the, I'm doing things I didn't want to do. Robbie's, Robbie's like 30 seconds away from buying an ABS kit from... Uh, for, for a car his... that I have no intention of driving this year, uh, from from Wes, who's yeah. also a listener. Yeah. Um, um, if he sold that, pick that up. I was gonna, I was gonna go, I was gonna come get it if I need oh. to message him back. But I messaged him as soon as he posted it, and then he or said he that saw. it was pending. So unless he sold it out from under me, I'm planning on buying it. Yes. That or unless he charges me way too much for it. I think it's hilarious. Robbie's buying. ABS. I fucking hate it. You can't beat him, join him, Robbie. It's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> makes me so happy. I fucking happy. hate it. I fucking hate it. It can't describe to you how happy it makes it, me. It, it, it kills me to my core. Like, it's I, like, I, I don't... I can't even describe why I'm so happy about it, but I'm so happy you about it. You just love my pain. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I started looking into it, and I was like, I can do this. And then I got like, like all the research into. I, mean, I was like, Dalton this is, figured it out. How hard fucking, can it be? Did he though? <laughs> wow, well, that's fair. We don't know. <laughs> it's it's currently disabled. Yeah. See, I don't think it ever worked. No, because we had too many other things to shake down first. Yeah. So don't let's not let's not count the chickens. Yeah. Okay, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But no, I think I got it. Ryan and I spent a while at Pikes Peak list last year zip tying. ABS wires out of places with spinning things because we were concerned for his safety. Yeah, probably a good idea. No, I also, I also learned that the 350Z sensors work with the ABS at the Mark 60 ABS yeah. unit, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, it's not the not that hard to wire in now that it. <laughs> oh no! And if I, you can always just buy the harness if I have to, but I'm so proud of you. Yeah, can't beat him. Join him. That's what it is. So. So yeah, uh, right now it's kind of looking like this is going to be a quiet year for you after you made every event 
every points event that Grid Life had last year, right? We made every points event. The last only thing year. we didn't do was track day picnic and taco Correct. track day, which were both yeah. not points events. Non points events. Um, yeah. Not really local for us, so not no. worth towing out there for those, but. Yeah, I made every points event and did well at every track except for Gingerman. I podiumed at every event except for Spring Kickoff and Festival at Gingerman. That's crazy. So, you podiumed at every one. That's one awesome. at you won every one of one. them. One at Pikes Peak. Yeah. So, so yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah, I haven't done anything with the car since uh, Road America. I put it in the corner and it's been tucked away ever since. So. Yeah. Do you just have like a long list of wish list items that you're slowly chipping away at like i do i have a long wish list of items that need money rolling in to start checking them off gotcha so yep. uh, we'll start tinkering with the car now that's getting a little nicer um play car roulette in the garage um probably put the red car back in the corner and then um bring the blue car out um all the bushings in that car are trashed it creaks like an old man when you <laughs> Jack it up. Well, I mean, um, it's got 16,000 miles. practically yeah, we, trash. Yeah. I mean, geez. It should be plush. You know what floodwater right? does to those bushings? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a fine seltzer. Uh, um, just still yeah. has the factory LSD in it, which I don't know. I don't think it's working as it should. Sounds like the clutch is slipping around every corner. That sucks um, when that happens. Yeah, these Falcon RT660s are super wide. They kind of bulge on a 9-inch wheel, so it'd be nice to go to a 10-inch wheel. Um, basically, Club TR this year is the same rule set, but Just the next year. So now everybody, instead of buying new modifications, they get to um, optimize what they have. So, like, example, like Grant in Iowa is doing, like, a electronic water pump to get um, drag off of the serpentine belt and gain all that power yeah. doing the 08 <laughs> TSX motor, which was a little bit of a bump in compression and bigger cams. So it makes a little bit more power. So they're just doing all these little things to chip away at fast. the class. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause they make 10 horsepower more, but they are closer to the minimum weight and that's what matters. And mm -hmm. yeah, club TR has, has become kind of an arms race as I kind of predicted. A lot no of people surprise. at the beginning of last year and through the, through the middle of the season, even were like, Oh, this, it's going to be, you know, my car can't be competitive and like, yeah, just, I mean, it's going to be all K swaps and it still kind of is, but like, just give it time people. Yep. I don't think K swap is the answer for that class. No, I, Adam and I have talked every yeah. ride home from yeah. mm -hmm. each event. A K swap Honda is not the winner for Club TR. An example is Matt Williams F uh, FC RX seven. Yep. Well driven, well built, totally dominated at um, festival at Gingerman. The yeah. one time he brought it, he only brought it to NCM. No, it was that. It was that time at. Wasn't that at Mid-Ohio, too? Oh, it was. He got first. I'm checking. Um, did he get first or second? At I don't remember. I can't remember either. I've got no, that. because Grant like ran away with that event. Yeah, he did. So then he got second, and then Evan and I tied and got the trophy in half. Yeah, you guys Ohio. are the only ones who have ever like tied to the thousandth, which was wild. That was wild. That was a good time. So, so you guys cut the trophy in half on the podium, which is hilarious. <laughs> Still my favorite trophy. Yeah, absolutely. Of the year. 
Like you're never going to get that again. No. Uh, middle results. Um, yeah. Grant ran away at mid Ohio. I don't know if Matt had problems or not, or if Grant just balled out through turn one. Yeah. I don't know. I know Grant had been there before, which, you know, helps, but I know Matt's been there too. And Matt's just fast out the gate. But I think he was still, I don't think the car was still quite where he wanted it to be or like where it was at festival. So, yeah. Yeah, I think. And there's some other cards. There's some rules in Club TR that uh, I don't think people have used to their full advantage. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and that, that these, these K-swapped Honda cars can't use to their full advantage because of the way the rules are written. And that uh, if people are just a little more creative with what they're doing, you know, I mean, it's literally comes down to the point where, like, you'd almost have to be looking, opening up the rule book and going, what car should I buy to be fast in this class? Which I don't think most people do, especially right. in a new class. Right. You know, so uh, we'll get there. We'll get there for sure. I hope one of the cars that we've talked about on these toes home comes yeah. out and does oh, well. It's so good. It's so great. Um, <laughs> so good. But I thank Grid Life for creating the Club TR class for all of us in betweeners. Um, in street and street mod, that's what they made it for. Was sorry, all us K swap guys that are in the back of street or like the way back of uh, street mod because there's no like there's yeah. no way I'm gonna compete with um, yeah because you kind of bounced back Alex and forth uh, between those two classes the in the past, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Had done a few different events with Grid Life before Club TR existed, and you just kind of bounce back and forth between street and street GT. Street mod, or, yeah, street mod. Sorry. Yep. So, yeah. So it's like it was a constant pull the arrow off, kind of be in the mid pack of street, or you put the arrow on and you're at dead last street mod. So right. it's like this club TR class is great because it makes sense for it's club track rat. Like I used to drive the car to and from track days. Um, like that's what it's for is just people that want to go turn laps and do moderate track mods, arrow and bolt-ons and all that. And it's perfect. And there's a lot left in that class. Yeah. Which is scary. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be real fast this year. Oh, I'm yeah. excited to see. It'll be fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to gauge improvement at AMP because it's AMP. We've never been there before. Right. Uh, so, you know, the next one's at MCM. Yes, Even yeah. that will be hard to gauge improvement because, NCM was the first event last year, and there were a lot of cars that were just trying to figure out where they were. Yep. So I think you know we got grid or we got Gingerman after that. That should be all, yeah. all cylinders firing. Yeah, that'll be good. It's gonna go fast. It's gonna go very thirty sevens. I don't know. Um, in my opinion, um, Club TR needs to be on pace with GLTC. They're, yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. Yeah. They're very similar class sets, so you can jump from, like, as my car sat last year, uh, put a cage in it, obviously all the safety stuff, it would slot perfectly into GLTC as it sat. Especially now um, without the with the no Hoosiers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't done the modifiers this year, but last year with the street tire modifier, I was kosher GLTC minus safety stuff. But Yeah, you right. still, you still my, would have been. It, it should be anyways. Yep. G, or TR should be on pace with GLTC. And I think you're, you were usually like mid pack GLTC, weren't you? Yeah. I was usually 
if I was two or three seconds off of uh, top GLTC, I'd say I had a good weekend because those guys are just aliens and freaks. Right. Yep. Yeah, you've hung out with the Wisconsin guys enough to know that you're not going to keep up with Smedgard and Tomo. Like it's not just not realistic. Chance. It's not a thing. When when you've brought the same gun to a fight, you're not going to win. It's just not going to happen. No, they're aliens. Yes. So ah, I don't get it. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's, un- it's not only unreal. like uh, the number of S two thousands that exist in Plover, Wisconsin. Like that's <laughs> that's a strange thing to me as well. Hey, I did my part. I took one away from there. That's true. You did. One or two? Uh, my the blue one came from uh, Milwaukee. Oh, and then, okay. Uh, the oh, silver okay. one came from Wausau, which is an hour north. Right? Of, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of in the same group of people, at least. But came from that group of people. So, yeah. So um, okay. Yeah, if I do any events this summer, it's probably going to be with my silver one, which is bone is, stock yeah. tires, brake pads, enjoy an HPDE, and hang out with the buddies. So, yeah, that's my summer plans probably and then if all goes right i will bring the blue car to heartland park that's when and i'm then, hoping to have the z ready but yeah. that was also when i had no plans to do anything to it so <laughs> by, by, by october there's gonna be a lot of stuff done to that car apparently well uh i think everybody who's listened to the show for any amount of time realizes that you are not the idle hangout guy oh god no Booney and I were talking about this the other day. You got to do something. And I don't think there was that much that needed done on the NPO one. Ah, there's always something on the NPO one. Well, yeah. There's but, always something. But like, there's always Isn't something a on brand the new Z car? too. There's always okay, something so on the Z. Go. Here we go. You've done endurance, you know. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm on a lot. Yeah. We did. You guys did really well with that car though. Yeah. A lot of fun. We did very well with that car. Learned a lot. You kicked ass so. at Brainerd. You kicked ass at, at Road America with it. Yep. Uh, like, it was it was a successful group. Yeah. A successful yes. car. You did really well with it. We did uh, four race days total with it, um, and we got first place three out of four. That's awesome, man. So. First in class. Yeah. Well, first in class. Class. I, I, yeah, I'll see. Winning Neon. It also won an unlimited. It has an unlimited. No, it. T- yes, it T-T does Nats have a TT Nats unlimited class record. Yep. I mean, it's basically the fastest neon in the world. Oh, yeah. Most he successful. gave that away with all those records. Oh, <laughs> he gave it away without those records. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Fucking ridiculous. I couldn't believe he didn't sell that the first weekend at that price. And I don't think the car ever came back out and saw the light of day again. That's too bad. I think it got... Yeah. Yeah, I don't... He hasn't I, heard from the new owner. Yeah. I think they offered to have him out to race the first event so we mm-hmm. could learn the car and yeah. all the I mean it's a neon but it needed how would that Adam would know more than me because of his interesting car tastes and whatnot but <laughs> I can't remember the bearing setup on that but that car needed new bearings and brakes oh that's right so Josh uh, some of the later uh, like Daytonas or I think I think they were Daytonas that he had the, the later knuckles and stuff like that had bolted bearings whereas the neon had press fit bearings and um but all that stuff is swappable right and so josh had like gone through the effort of finding those things because after did he do that before brainerd um he put all new bearings in it before brainerd but that's right he came with he came with all with 
spare hubs with bearings pressed into them already. Yeah, because he bought a parts car right. for a motor. So he had a full spare set, and then he had new bearings and hubs and pads on the car. And then he had a full spare spindle or however that bolted on or yeah. went in the car. And we got done with day one. Um, went okay. And then we parked the car, and it was our first race. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We changed so the we oil just, in it and thought, all right, let's go to bed. Yeah, of course. Yep. And we get in the car, and we're at Brainerd, so we had to drive to the Donnybrook course, which was on the other side of the facility, and get in the car, and it starts not like the like an axle click or something weird. So we ended up changing the front spindles in pit with like five minutes to go. Oh, jeez. I think DeRuz was in the car. Yeah, Matt <laughs> was like putting... belting in as we're putting the wheel back on the car. and Like, <laughs> are we going to make it? We made the checkered. We did. Or we made start. We made green flag. And then we actually won that day. That's yeah. awesome. We won against a car that was 12 seconds a lap faster than us. Nice. Because they didn't stay on track. Yeah, that's that's the difference. So that's how we won the second day of Road America too, even though we were not on track very much that day. <laughs> that's yeah. endurance racing. Yeah. So, but yeah, I remember he changed it to the to the bolted bearing after that. Yeah, race, yeah, for between sure. That and Road America, so that it was more serviceable. And yeah, that'd be worth all it. that crap. And I think he, I think he changed brakes on it at that point too. And yep, brake pads was a. Brake pads were a problem that Josh fought with that car the yeah, whole time. I don't know if it was the car's fault or the fact that the only places we took it was Brainerd and Road America, which are arguably two of the fastest tracks in the country. Right. And heaviest on brakes. So. Yeah. Well, no, I, I and I think also, like, he struggled to find a good yeah. pad option. Yeah, he did go leaps and bounds to try to find a pad. We tried Hawks. I think we tried... Uh, Porterfields. Um, yeah, one of them he ordered, like, custom ordered, and they sent it to him without backing, or not without backing plates. What was it? It was missing it was something. clipped into the neon brakes, clipped into the piston. Yeah. And oh. they sent them without any of the clips. And thankfully, Josh was the one that had to drive the car that stint after we put those brakes in it. <laughs> he said that was the worst pad knockback yeah. he's ever felt in his life. Yes. There's nothing holding the pad in. Right. So. Yeah, uh, just like dumb stuff. Yeah, that'd be because the car's just not that well supported. Right, that was the issue. Yeah, that which is funny because it was be a factory challenge car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, such a weird car. Picked up in Marshalltown, just right down the road yeah. from us. And some kid drove that to high school with the cage in it. <laughs> it was two brothers. They had two. Yeah, of them. they used to have two of them. It was a guy who owned the go kart track yep there, go, there was a there used to be a go-kart like race like road course track that we ran on a couple of times yep. uh josh ran on with his miata and then that guy sold the track and had like stuff josh jones your teammate yep. bought a bunch of go-kart crap from him yep and had this thing and i got the phone number from josh jones gave it to josh fettis he bought this uh for frankly a song and a dance the guy needed a fuel pump in it so we just like poured a bunch of fuel in it to get it to start like okay it runs it like had it running long enough to see it build oil pressure and then it ran out of fuel and josh was happy and good enough so uh but yeah the guy was telling us like yep wanted the safest car i could find for my kids these came up for sale they had cages in them figured what better 
Okay. Well, I, I mean, I like his logic. But you at remember the, the exhaust that was on that car oh, when you got it? What exhaust? So obnoxious. I remember how loud pipe. it was. Yeah, it was a side pipe. I don't remember that, but I no, do remember being loud. Because Josh didn't leave that very long. But it was still loud. Yeah, the, the exhaust he put on it was too loud, but it had a side pipe on it when he first got it. The exhaust he put on it was too quiet because he put the stock one back on. Jeez. So, yeah, what a weird little car. Yep. Four-door. Yeah. When we got so it, we couldn't, the trunk was stuck shut. He couldn't open the trunk, so we weren't sure about a bunch of things on it. And, yeah, I still think that that engine, I don't think it was like it wasn't a powerhouse, but I don't think it was stock. I think that there were like longevity things done to it. Like I think maybe it was knife edged. Yeah, it was sold as a blueprinted engine, yeah. whatever that meant. But yeah. the thing looked mint. Yeah, he dropped the pan, so he did put a bigger pan on it and all that good stuff. But that was yeah, yeah. The, he the he good. bought a high capacity like baffled oil pan for it that yep, took like yep. six months to show up or something stupid and just like like the car was fully kitted out yeah for sure and nobody wanted it yeah that that, that and i've seen life. i've seen less well prepared cars sell for way more money way quicker yep even less prepared neons right josh was convinced that it didn't sell because of where he lives we when the when the 944 engine blew up we had a long conversation about buying this car. I, there was no doubt in my mind that at the time that that car was for sale, if you were looking for an endurance car, there was no better car for the money for sale. Almost period, let alone for the money. Yeah, agreed. So no, really cool because we could have got the car ready to go for a first race for what we were going to spend on an engine. Yeah, I was like, this is stupid. We should just buy this a, a car with a uh, a history. Yes. So, yep. Then I, then I quit the team anyway, so it was fine. What's that, Ryan? That was a great starter car for an endurance series. Oh, so like, good. Yeah, it'd be, be great. Yeah, it was slow, but it was our first time. The most the most crucial part of us being out there was do more laps. Just for ourselves, for the team, for everything. Just do more. Well, and then, so that had the single overhead cam engine, which yep, makes yep. less power, mm-hmm. but... There were like fucking four neons at Brainerd or something, four or five of them. And I think we were the only one that finished the first day. Oh, wow. And they all okay. had the dual overhead cam motors in them. And Josh was like convinced that because everyone was like, oh, you got to take that one out, put the big one in, put the fast one in there. And like, yeah, but I finished and you didn't. Yeah. Like, I beat you. <laughs> Yeah, they all had like a 2.0 bottom end with like some head from a different Chrysler. Yeah, they motor were they were building hybrid. Oh, like, weird! What? This yeah. one's just the one eight or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, single overhead cam. It runs good. Like it, we finished the race and you didn't. So like, tell me which engine you want. I'll take the one that finishes, please. Yeah. So. Anyway, let's talk about what we originally brought you on here for. Uh, besides all of your grid life and Honda shenanigans, uh, you know I have something to say. Oh no, this oh, is no. good. So this all these great. grid life shenanigans, all this racing we've done over the last year, um, pat my own back. All the success I had over the last summer. It took cutting the roof off of a car <laughs> to get invited onto the podcast. That's <laughs> fair. Also, notice. <laughs> 
He didn't really want to come on. I think no, he Ryan's didn't. probably our most reluctant guest. That's also true. So don't there. even put that on me. <laughs> don't we've, put that on me. We brought this up for a while. Don't put that on me. That's that's fair. I'll give you that one, but I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I mean, you're not entirely wrong, that's but at fine. the same time. So anyway, uh, you and your roommate or buddy or whatever, uh, I think it's his car. What's his car? Ended up in this Chop Top Challenge, which, of course, because everything we do anymore has to be somehow grid life centric. He yep. was originally started once again in Adam Jabay's magical garage. Uh, so explain chop top challenge. Um, yeah, since you bring that up again. So many moons ago, I went to Audubon country club grid life for my first ever grid life. And in the paddock, um, obviously grid life originated out of Chicago and in the paddock one day, uh, Torque Team Racing, who runs a bunch of F2000s and whatnot, also participates heavily in Chop Top Challenge, rolls through with their Chop Top limo. So I immediately <laughs> sent a picture to my roommate, one of my best friends, Adam, said, look at this. This is fucking cool. And it's an old like Lincoln Town Car limo. Yeah. And they cut it. And I think Jabay put the cage in that one even. Yeah, the cage is. It's got two cages. It's in a, it. <laughs> it had two roll bars. Yeah. Like, oh, this is cool. We should we started looking at it and figuring out what it was. Like, we should do this someday if we find a car. And that was many moons ago. And then a couple years ago, his mom had a spare car laying around the house in the tree line. And it came down to the, just come get it. I want it gone. And cut the pillars. As so, one does. So I guess what's one step back, what's the point of Chop Top? Like, you just chop the chop and then show up at some place? Or like, what? Yeah, you know? what are the rules? Yeah. And what is the, what okay. are you doing? Um, so there are um, five rules. Oh, that's like four top. more than I thought uh, there were. Yeah, I, I thought that. Right. Okay. So rule number one, your vehicle must be one that was not offered from the factory with a convertible option. Pretty straightforward. So I can't use a, a Cavalier. But we could use a Focus. Yes, we could use a Focus. You could use a Focus. So you can't use like a – I'm sure there's some exceptions to these rules if you use like exotic or cars like a Corvette maybe, but probably Didn't not. Did they make a convertible 350Z? Yeah. It's awful. Yep. So you couldn't chop the top on a 350Z. Oh, well, there goes Dalton's thing. Yeah, E-Man gets a pass now. Yeah. What was that thing? Well, Dalton's been trying to tell E-Man since he did chop top. Though. He just needs to chop the top off the Z. I should do that anyway. I mean, you're not wrong. Doesn't he have like a bunch of other cars he could chop the top on? I don't it's even know. One of the Datsuns. Not, that seems not, like not that Datsun. That but. seems like a waste. The 510. He's the got thing. a Golf. Yeah, let's cut. Let's cut. No, that came as a convertible. Nah, just cut it off the six liter. That thing's worthless anyway. Barracuda. Um, uh, the Barracuda, I think you could have got as a convertible. I don't think you can get the Golf in that generation as a convertible. All right, let's chop it. So, anyway. Uh, rule number two, uh, kind of a self-explanatory one. Uh, full face helmets must be worn. You don't say. You should, you should do that anyway. <laughs> um, rule number three, obey all driving laws. Like, again, is that a rule? It's, it's um, the same rule as with uh, One Lap of America. Or yep. the mid the Mid-Coast Rally you and Michael did a few years back. Yeah. That, we, that was the rule that no one listened to, but it's there. That rule's there. 
We did not. We followed the rules. We, we didn't break didn't. the laws. Did you get a ticket? Nope. Ah, suck it, Mr. Pettis. <laughs> <laughs> um, rule number four, must not damage or immobilize another team's vehicle outside the limits of the points list. Good sportsmanship is expected. So there's some kind of, there's some points on the list that you can get for vandalizing other people's cars, which oh, is long Jesus. good and fun, but you can't immobilize it. That's just bad oh. taste. Like, um, and then, some, or put some dumb sticker on it or paint something silly on like it. Super glue a like dildo that. to the front. Yeah, probably. Gotcha. So many whoopee cushions on exhaust. Ah. Rubber hoses. Yep. All that good stuff. Um, and then your car must remain pristine. As, uh, I assume that's air quoted? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So really, there's only one rule of shop top, or two really. Um, it's rule number one: cut the pillars or get the fuck out. No windshield, so the windshield has to be gone. You can't even have like a little air dam. Um, some guy or a team this year kind of did a little engineering deal. They made like an air dam windshield. This kind of kind of neat. So that might be in the rules next year. Um, but um, yeah, no windshields, and then. Um, yeah, can't be a factory convertible option is the well, really the only two rules. The rest are self-explanatory and for your own good. So then are you rallying this across the country or what do you do? Yeah, it's a points rally scavenger hunt vacation themed deal. Um, so this year's, well, actually it was supposed to happen whenever the, the thingy the last couple of years happened. We were supposed to go from Louisville, Kentucky to Key West, Florida. This and was two years it. ago, wasn't it? Wasn't this supposed to be two 2020? 21, I think. It was supposed to be the last summer. Oh, okay. I think. I feel like it was the summer before. The, didn't last summer they do like a mini yeah. one in Colorado? So yeah, Adam took the car to Colorado last July and did the wet, hot, chop or whatever they call it so he did the chop top in colorado where they started somewhere in colorado and did a really beautiful vacation adventure deal in colorado so it's kind of localized i think they started in telluride and then ended up at like pike's peak or something like that that'd be fun so the car really successfully done a chop top so that one i think would have been more fun than i mean key it would be cool to go all the way to key west which is what you that's, did this that's year. that's a fun drive yeah but uh colorado would have been cool so well i mean it would have been fun would have been fun if we could have gone all the way to key west uh spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're, um, the new owner of chop top is trying to make it like a travel, like he wants to make it so you can like rent our chop top and go do like a wet, hot summer shop or whatever in Colorado. So like you could just rent it and go on a vacation and go do this challenge with not your car. This kind of his dream with it, but right now it's just a bunch of idiots cutting windshields off of cars and <laughs> driving across the country. So, oh god yeah and this year was from louisville to uh key west was the was the main 2022 rally so that's a proper rally that's a long and drive that even the, the drive from miami to key west is surprisingly long yes i think it was like <laughs> I think the total mileage was like over 1200 from louisville to key west yeah. so the finishing point was mile marker zero across 
oh, I can't even remember the name of the bridge. Seven Mile Key Bridge. West. Yeah. Yeah. We were really looking forward to that. And it's a fun, that drive is super fun. <laughs> oh, so, no. Um, so starting out, because you guys left South Dakota uh, in a vehicle that does not have a roof or a windshield in March, which you, is... Are you not allowed to trailer them to Louisville? That is a very unwritten rule as well. Yeah. It's very frowned upon to trailer choppies. That's fair. So... um. Anybody that was at Gingerbread Spring Kickoff, we actually had the choppy there. We put it in the stacker and brought it out for fun. So um, that was a kind of a impromptu choppy meetup because it's near Chicago, and they did a little short little weekend up there. So if anybody saw the Iowa Man Camp at Spring Kickoff, we had the Buick there. So. Oh, they saw. <laughs> <laughs> um and if anybody else listening we were driving around the paddock at spring kickoff with uh four or five of us with uh, dalton's dog diesel in the back yep i remember what are the pictures of that yeah dalton's really upset about the fact that there were no literally pictures. no pictures that ever surfaced yeah, of on, this Diesel's group of people with the, with the dog and his giant gold chain around his neck oh yeah there should be like 100 pictures of yeah. that yeah for that find them people they don't exist oh they do there's probably like one really awesome one that rob uh rob did he just uh, that landed on the cutting room floor and yeah. never left yep so. hopefully we find it power of the podcast yep. yeah actually fair. yeah if there's if there's a chance yeah so. to find. when did we I think we left when did we leave? I early. forgot. You left early. No, just... no, they. Well, yeah. Okay, so you guys left. What was this? Two weeks ago. It was Three. the week of. It was the week of AMP. Yeah. Weekend it's... of AMP. Uh, oh, it's, damn it! Good life. They already took <laughs> AMP off the website. Yeah, they <laughs> deleted it like the second it happened. Uh, yeah. Can't get anything else on that website. Um. It was two weeks ago. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Two weeks ago. Yeah. So keep in mind, it's two weeks ago, early March, upper Midwest. Which is very dangerous. As I've said before, it always snows after my son's birthday, which is in the middle of March. It snowed last night. Yeah. We're supposed, we're actually supposed to get a pretty decent snowstorm tomorrow. Yep. Here. So that's annoying. Yes. We left. It was about 30 degrees. It's a snowmobile ride, right? <laughs> Dalton's like, I've ridden a motorcycle. How bad can it be? Pretty fucking bad, turns out. Terrible. <laughs> so. Yeah, so we left Sioux Falls probably about 6 o'clock after work on Monday night and drove the hour and a half to Dalton's place to pick him up. And it wasn't so bad because the sun was out. <laughs> and as soon as we picked Dalton up, the sun disappears and it becomes frigidly miserably cold and i think we only made it another two hours to fort dodge or whatever is that where you guys because i know you went you wanted to go to iowa city and i was pretty sure you didn't make it that far we only made it to fort dodge (laughs) that seems fair (laughs) that seems fair so uh does that still have the heater core in it it's worthless (laughs) yeah it goes right out the top (laughs) well i didn't know if you could like point it at your feet at least keep your toes warm or something better than nothing full blast heat on the floor but it goes right out the top. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah, we were all bibbed and overalled up, and it was miserable. And about four Dodgers is all we could take that night. 
And we stayed the night, <laughs> got up, <laughs> eight so, o'clock. Dude, you couldn't have paid me to do I like. I have so little interest in pri- trying to be, do that. I hate being cold. That sounds like the worst. Sounds in, like you two need to do it for the content. In June, I'm down. In March, right. no. If you guys would have invited me not the day before it happened, maybe. I, I would need to. I would need to prepare mentally. Noted. Yeah, mentally, I would have to plan ahead. I would have to bring my long johns. I need. I need to be ready. I didn't even know that Dalton was doing it until right, like a day before. So yeah, we talked about it for a while now. Um, not publicly. Yeah. No. Um, Adam's buddy Mike. He wasn't able to make it this year. He was the one who did it with him uh, in july for the colorado trip and they had a good time and then he had to back out for family reasons and whatnot you know having kids gross um word yuck (laughs) he uh he couldn't make it and like well who should we bring with iowa man yeah yeah that's the first choice yeah that is the first choice on someone who is down for silly fun and good times so i don't wonder they didn't invite us yeah i mean it's starting to the puzzle's starting to fit together. Yeah. Are you down for pain and misery? Not yeah, really. yeah, usually. Not really. Yeah, no. usually. Half the things I do are pain and misery. Wrong kind of pain and misery, Robbie. Are you kink shaming right now? No, I would never. Okay. We don't kink shame on we this podcast. We don't kink shame on this podcast. I like my suffering <laughs> and pain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, so you froze your asses off getting to Nashville. Louisville. Uh, Louisville, Louisville, whatever. It's the same. So, <laughs> we, left Fort, we left Fort Dodge that morning. It was like 8 in the morning. Um, you know, you have your morning dew or frost or whatever we have in the wintertime up here. Yeah. Uh, we get on the freeway on 20, start driving, and the windshield visors start freezing up. <laughs> on your helmets. <laughs> On the helmets, that's how cold it is. Right, because you're breathing into them. Yep. And they have to be down, otherwise you're getting splattered in the face. Yeah. Yep. Real miserable day. One yeah. of my favorite pictures ever is them looking just absolutely miserable. And it's raining. Yeah. And it's 32 degrees out. Yeah. <laughs> Did it rain the whole way from Iowa to, to Louisville? No, it only – it didn't rain – uh, until our last day, so uh, we can talk about that. Yeah, later. How, yeah. Let's get there. <laughs> your last day was not the last day of the Chop Chop Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you guys, you guys went down there a little early and did the the bourbon tour or whatever. Yeah, but we wanted to get down a little early and do some bourbon tours. So like Louisville is the heart of uh, not, not the heart of Kentucky, but Louisville is like the heart of the bourbon trail. So if you're into bourbons, um, Louisville is the place to start. Um, I have gotten more so involved in the bourbons and the whiskeys ever since the COVID started. Quit going to the bar and whatnot, but especially I've gone the, down that. It's more Wisconsinite things. Yeah, that seems like a Wisconsin thing. The only person in Wisconsin that I know that drinks bourbons and whiskeys is uh, Alex Moss. Oh, which, that's right. It is just yeah, Alex. Yeah, Alex is into it's that. a grid life thing for sure. Yeah, so I, know sure Bo- I know Boyson's big into that. Yeah, so. it's a big Boyson grid life is. thing. I've been fortunate enough to taste some of Alex Moss's insanely expensive, very expensive yeah. bottles. Big boy stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. 
I'm a sixty to eighty dollar range kind of guy. He, and he's more of the CEO level. <laughs> <laughs> he's have zeros behind zeros. sixty and eighty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, add some zeros, and that's probably where those guys are at. Yeah, but. that's a uh, that's next level. So nutty. Yeah, yeah. I might. Sweet. I was gonna say that's. Go ahead, Robbie. I'll say at that price, I'd consider trying it, and I don't drink. I think I probably would too, but I would be wasted on me. It'd be wasted on me, but I would for sure. If someone I don't know offered what I'm me trying, but like here, have this. If someone said here, have a glass of six thousand dollar bourbon, I'd be like, I mean, yeah, my sobriety's not it'd that be rude. <laughs> not to. Yeah, I'll have that. Very rude not to. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's something I've gotten into. And um, my girlfriend and I actually went down over New Year's and did a couple <laughs> tours at like Maker's Mark and whatnot. And I really wanted to go back and do some more. Um, my roommate Adam's a big Jim Bean drinker, and he's also dove down the whole bourbon trail deal um, since COVID started and whatnot, um, just trying new things. So we really wanted to go do the bourbon trail, do some things. Um, Beautiful country. Um, even if you're not sure. into bourbons, mm-hmm. it's beautiful country. I really like it. The process it. is interesting. It's yeah. Nonetheless. Great like, that would, you know, it'd be something that even I would be totally down to do. I love touring breweries and, and, and distilleries and stuff. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm yeah. always into that. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. The history and like all, most of them have all their old stuff up, even though that's not what they're distilling out of today, right. obviously, right. to support all our habits. Um, (laughs) it's really good history to see and um, yeah we ended up stopping (laughs) as I look here at Four Roses I don't know if Ravi got that picture yeah Um, yeah, we're looking at it I do Um, the tour guide this lady was the coolest lady we were sitting outside waiting for the tour to start and like you do you give Dalton shit at any given opportunity well yeah of course so Adam and I were giving Dalton shit about Whatever, who knows? His beard, probably. And probably it was pretty gross that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as as opposed to <laughs> other weekends. Yeah. It's um, been a while since we've getting... seen him, so yeah, I got that picture. So he's looking pretty hippie these days. He fit right in with Chop Top Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. So um, yeah, this lady, we're giving him shit. And she comes out and she just starts ragging on him with us. <laughs> Doesn't even know him. So we did the tour and we got to keep our uh, water glasses, which is just a bourbon rocks glass and all that. And she's like, I'll come gift wrap them for you. I'm like, can you write eat shit Dalton on this? <laughs> oh, and she does. No. Oh, and then no. she tells Dalton to eat shit. It was the greatest. <laughs> That's why, like, I really want to take him to Dick's Last Resort. Oh my gosh, I'd I'd go for that. Like, uh, we you know we didn't want to go. Originally, I don't want to go, but I'll. But go for I that. would take Dalton there. I'd go for that. Yeah, that'd be fun. You all right, twenty twenty three. Um, yeah. There's a Dick. Oh, 23. 23. Okay, yeah, yeah sure. We can do twenty three. He's already Next accepted. Year. You're not going. Twenty two. Yeah, probably not. He'll bail out week before that's not true i'm bailing out now e-man's not going it's gonna be a great year <laughs> where do you think i'm going i don't care with e-man yeah i know it's gonna be great <laughs> it is gonna so be we great. don't have to do cultured things up here no we can fucking eat breakfast at mcdonald's and get the same amount of food for half as much fucking money a third of the money it's gonna be great <laughs> it is gonna be great 
Then we'll go to Dick's and make fun of Dalton. That'll be fantastic. that'll be great too. I'll be I'll be disappointed that I missed that. So <laughs> have to be there anyway. So after the bourbon tour, it's time to start the shenanigans. Yeah. So the first day we got to uh, Louisville was the. the Excuse me, it must have been Wednesday the 9th, I think. So there was a pre-kickoff party the night before at a local shop. And uh, three of the participants actually chopped the top of their vehicle at the shop. So there was live music, band, uh, beer, bourbon. Really good time just hanging out with people. And then, yeah, three teams chopped the top. Um Jason's team chopped their top off their Volvo. A father-son team. I think the dad was like 72. (laughs) What? They chopped the top on their Dodge Ram pickup. And then um, the originals that started Chop Top Challenge. Adam's going to be mad at this. I'm still a little upset about this. (laughs) Um, They bought a late 90s GMC Safari van. So good. It was. By Iowa and South Dakota standards, that thing was mint. So cool, Robbie. There's no pictures of it. They cut the pillars and the roof right off that thing. It was great. So like eight of them, I think, rolled deep in that. (laughs) I love that my love for terrible vehicles has slowly infiltrated the rest of you guys. Oh, yeah. Because Ryan would not have cared about that a few years ago. Not a little bit. Not at all. Not at all. I'm slowly bringing you around. Yeah, maybe I'll get a Cobalt SS. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not really happy about that. I hope part. you do now. I he hope actually you do. is like looking at him, I'd which pisses so, me the fuck off. I'd be off. so happy. Please <laughs> There's do. been a couple that have been sent in a group message, and Ryan's like, you know, that's... That's not it, bad, right? I mean, that's pretty fucking yeah. cheap. And the sad thing is, like, you could buy a pretty decent Cobalt SS for, like, decent Honda Fit money right now. Yeah, for sure. So... Honda fanboy will probably reign supreme, <laughs> or will I be petty enough to buy a Cobalt SS for a year? Be petty. We'll find out this summer. What shocks me is how many people will spend their own money, like not insignificant amounts of money, just to piss me off. Yeah. I'm petty. I haven't done too much to piss you off directly. No, that's probably fair. Yeah, not really. But still. They'll at least threaten it, which well, is enough to get me wound up. <laughs> well, when he when he rolls up to grid life in his Cobalt SS, <sighs> I'll, be so I'll be so happy. I'm so going to be great. Why'd you have to ruin that supercharger rule? Yeah, that's fair. I did ruin the supercharger rule. Just break out the 10 tenths podcast sticker. 10 tenths? Uh-huh. I do have another 10 got- tenths podcast sticker for you. I do too. We can put it on a car. Get rid of it. Keep- you Keep it away from me. You, well, no, you can get rid of a competitor or two. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So you took off from Louisville. Yeah, we did our we did our pre shop party, which was great fun. Um, partied up, and then uh, we had to meet the next day um, on the mighty Ohio River. There's a picture on the Chop Chop Town Chop Chop oh, Jesus. Chop Top Challenge Instagram. You can see all the trash in the mighty Ohio River. <laughs> yeah, man. Standard Ohio things. Yeah, that, that, right. Ohio that, things. that math uh, checks out for sure. Yep. Um, so Jason, the organizer of this event, is 
amazing at putting together um, road trips and finding new things to do along the way that make it just epic and amazing and finding these spots that you wouldn't otherwise go to. And that's part of the other challenge too. There's like a whole, God, it's probably a 12 by 24 sheet of paper um, front and back that had a challenge list with points on it of things you could do. Um, so like one of them here was um, like, you could go do the bourbon trail for 50 points each. Um, if you go visit uh, bullet wild Turkey, four roses, Jebitha Creek or Jebitha Creed, uh, Woodford reserve and Buffalo trace. Like, so we went and visited some of those or you could drive your ass all the way from Louisville to St. Louis. Keep in mind, you have to be in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> So we left Wednesday morning, and you have to make a midway meetup point, which was in Jacksonville, by 7.30 on Friday. We left Wednesday at 8. <laughs> There's points on this list in St. Louis, Missouri. That's the wrong way. Are, it's, a, it's totally the wrong way. It's absolutely way. the wrong way. They're weighted more heavily in points because it's further away. Right. So a lot of these OG guys will pull all-nighters and just drive and drive and drive and just knock all these points as many points as they can off no thank you yeah so we started on the bourbon trail basically because we're in louisville so those are worth 50 points you go to st louis anything in st louis is worth 200 points (laughs) okay (laughs) okay go to another town in missouri 250 points so it's even further away you have to be in jacksonville by friday march 18th 7 30 there it is so that was only two weeks ago damn like two weeks ago, we were leaving. Uh, That's crazy. Louisville, Kentucky, in a chop top. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a whole points list, um, just things to do. And then part of the requirements were you had to take at least one of the epic roads. And there was five of them. So, like, we were four hours away from Tail of the Dragon. I'm sure everyone's heard of that. Um, yeah. Not ever heard uh, of Blue it. Blue Ridge Parkway. Um bunch of stuff i can't say the name of <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but, right um yeah very beautiful drives um so we started our day out doing um some bourbon tours and stopping and just we were never in it to win the event because we knew like the ogs and everybody was like the people that are going for points will go for points and they will just annihilate murder you, you if yep, you're trying right. to win and you're not end up staying up all night which not really into that no um they did one to vegas one year and the top two teams were so neck and neck that um it was actually the twerk team limo went out way into the desert to get this other challenge that who they were tied with did not go get and they ended up high centering the limo in the desert in the middle of nowhere and failed to meet the final meetup. Oh, no. <laughs> I centered a limo off road in the desert with no roof yeah. on it. What the fuck? Yep. Jesus. <laughs> it's like they take it seriously, but they have fun. Yep. But it's just like, man, we're not going to come close in points. Let's just go do things we want to enjoy. So like before yeah. we even went, um, obviously we don't get the challenge list until Wednesday morning, but we wanted to go do bourbon tours. Uh, we wanted to go drive tail of the dragon regardless. So we kind of already had a pre set up vacation plan and, uh, conveniently enough, 
what we wanted to do was on the points list, albeit it wasn't a lot of points, but we got to go do it. So we left Wednesday. It was actually really nice. Um, finally didn't have to wear long johns, our coat. Um, got to enjoy the car. Um, <laughs> one of the dumb things about a chop top is, is um, one, you'll never see an unhappy person in a chop top. Two, unless it's probably raining. Yeah. <laughs> two, you'll never see someone not smile at a chop top. That's fair. Which yep. brings on three. Yeah, a lot of attention. Um, people who open car trailer race cars probably know this attention. But people do dumb stuff when you pull fun things on trailers. People also do really stupid shit when you drive a car with no roof, like oh hang in your blind spot, speed up, slow down, take videos of you, take pictures of you. That's <laughs> Gas stations have got to be a mess. Gas stations are fine. Come yeah. ask us all the questions you want. I know, Please but do not still. hang out in a blind spot yeah, that's and speed fair. up, slow down. Oh, it's just that's the worst part about Chop Top is yeah. the people around you. Yeah. How about um, the cops? But it, <laughs> yeah, we did get pulled over on Tuesday going to Louisville for the. Um, that was actually the first time the car has ever been pulled over. Yeah, because Adam, Adam like puts much, miles on this thing, doesn't he? Yeah, he pretty much daily drove it all last summer. <laughs> <laughs> Never got pulled over once. Never He's got He's a mechanic. So, like, this thing's sitting out in front of a mechanic shop somewhere every yeah, day. every day. Like, oh, yeah, it's my car. I drive it to work. That's oh, amazing. Literally, okay. Literally was this conversation every day with anybody that came in a shop. Whose car with no roof is that out there? <laughs> That's mine. That's mine. <laughs> Jesus. Do you That's drive so... that? Drove it to work. <laughs> That's so good. What do you do if it rains? I don't know. Don't drive it Keep to work? Going? Just wear a jacket? Drive it? <laughs> Yeah. So other people around you is by far the worst part about Chop Top. But we did get pulled over Tuesday night on our way into Louisville. And that was totally a uh, – the cop pulled us over just to check it out moment. Yeah. <laughs> so that was in Illinois. And um, pulled it over, pulled us over, asked us what we were doing. We told him. He followed us on Instagram. He followed Chop Top Challenge on Instagram. And he also ran all of our licenses. In Illinois. Dalton and I don't have any outstanding poll fees in Illinois, so that's oh, good. That's terrible. Lame. That's bullshit. For as many times as we drove through that state and never paid a toll. Did you ever get a bill? Never got a bill. Oh, my bill showed up. It's $37. Eat shit, Robbie. Yeah. I think, I genuinely think it's because the trailer is so long. <laughs> that, that the picture take it took took the picture too early and they didn't get a license plate off of it. That makes sense. They probably mailed it to Jabay. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, I know that guy. He did the windows in my house. Yeah. The what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's the guy that does my windows. So I yeah I don't know how they got away with that. That's crazy. I know they they took the front license plate off of it one time. Just I remember in that. Case. Nope. Kosher in Illinois. Weird. So then it was Iowa man racing on Google. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then it was just smooth sailing all the way to Key West then, I assume? Yeah. So we started uh, Wednesday morning, did the Riverburn Trail, did uh, Tale of the Dragon. And then I believe the second road we did was uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway, which was 
right around the corner. Um, yeah. Kentucky Hillside, um, Knoxville, Tennessee area, um, a bunch of Sunday cuppers, Matt Williams, and all those guys that actually kind of live in that area and attack the dragon and all those roads all the time. Now it makes sense why they're freaks of nature. Yes. After you drove those roads. I'd been there once before. Oh, okay. It's not in a chop top. Chop top right, is definitely yeah. different. What the hell? <laughs> Everybody needs to experience uh, Tales of the Dragon in a chop top. Much worth it. Um, but yeah, we're doing Tales of the Dragon, and then we started Blue Ridge Parkway, I believe. Um, and then we're it's all mountain pass roads, up and down hills, uh, switchback curves, whatnot. We're just cruising along. And... Um, all of a sudden, we have a second neutral oh, no. car. So oh, we lost no. overdrive on one of the hill passes. Yikes. Uh, at about like 8, 9 o'clock. No big deal. Sun's going down. It's fine. <laughs> so drop it in third and finish out, I think, probably 30, 40 minutes of a drive <laughs> in the pitch black and coast into this small town. And by then, third gear had started shuttering pretty good. Stop, oh, let it cool off. Um, <laughs> try to figure out what we're going to do. Find uh, the nearest town um, that has a hotel and a rental car company. And I think that was about 30 more minutes away. So we let it cool off. Transmission fluid was still bright red. Just serviced it. New filter, everything. Didn't smell burnt. Like, just knocked out overdrive. When it's its time, man. Yeah. So to give Dalton some, I don't know if this is satisfaction or whatnot. It was a four T sixty front wheel drive yep. transmission. Yep. I mean, same same. Yep, same same. Um, literally, probably one of the only other one of the two things we couldn't fix on the road is a transmission or a catastrophic engine failure. It happened. Uh, we limped to this town, third gear shuttering real bad. Stop at a hotel. Um, try to eat at a Waffle House. Always a good choice. Adam. Yeah. Couldn't even you get should service, eat it. So. Shitty. It's not my fault. I don't see how this is my fault. <laughs> I'm just making funny from Texas when we went to Popeye's we at 11 at night. A, we should have gone to Waffle House. I fucking love that yeah. place. Fine, we'll go to Waffle House next year. Good call. Probably not, though. Probably won't get served. <laughs> I wouldn't serve you guys either. You got a fucking car without a roof on it. For sure it's sketchy. Yeah, these guys are crazy. Yeah, so... When you're the sketchiest thing in a Waffle House... You need to reevaluate. Yeah. I wasn't a points challenge. I feel like that should be. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get Um, served in a Waffle House? (laughs) The sketchiest thing in a Waffle House. Um, So, like, uh, part of our uh, planning and map mapping that we did was we wanted to do bourbon trail wanted to do tail of dragon and we wanted to go to grid life amp we wanted to stop by and say hi to the buddies so we were trying to get to chattanooga tennessee that night we ended up in athens tennessee which is a town i never want to go to again in my life <laughs> um, it was Ouch. two hours 15 minutes from amp thankfully that's not, oh, that's not too bad then. so we Got the car there, got a hotel, um, got situated, then tried to plan our next strategy. Like, okay, great. There's a enterprise rental car in a rental car company in town. Go rent a car. Um, we can 
get the hell out of here, go to AMP, maybe go to Jacksonville, whatever. Um, at that point in time, our intent was to finish the challenge in a rental car and just enjoy the vacation that we had all planned. And apparently, with the state of affairs in the world, um, rental car companies do not do one-way rentals unless you plan them out at least a month ahead of time. Hmm. What? So when your transmission shits the bed in your chop top in Athens, Tennessee, you can't rent a car one way from Athens, Tennessee to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. What? That sucks. Why would they care? I don't know. Do you want to know what the fee is if you do a uh, if you rent a car in Athens and drop it off in Sioux Falls? So like an extra thousand. Oh, we would have gladly paid that. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. You should have just the bought fee, another. Yeah, the fee if you drop a car off at not where you rent it is they report it stolen and then charge you for the MSRP of that car. Oh, what? Because they don't want their inventory moving locations because they don't have any because they're idiots and sold it off because of covid oh shit and now they can't get cars oh shit it makes a little more sense but damn yep the junkyard didn't have a car you could have bought from them cut the roof off of it kept going you should have spent a thousand just to buy another car yeah we tried to do that too yeah I'm sure I figured you would I'm sure you were on Facebook looking for a car We found a cherry Buick LeSabre, like a 2000 or something. Oh, yeah, boy. It was like 45 minutes away. It was like 1500 yeah. bucks. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, we'll go buy that. That thing's like rust-free. I mean, come on. We're in the south now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. Lady hits hits us back. Someone's on their way to buy it right now. Damn it. Damn. You just posted it like an hour ago. <laughs> How many people Someone are buying a- Buick LeSabres? <laughs> On Thursday at 10 a.m. It would have been really weird to drive it a half a block down the street, get out, and start cutting the roof off of it. <laughs> or do it in her driveway and leave it there. <laughs> Thanks. Can we get half off? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Here's the other half. We don't need it. Jesus. That's amazing. So, yeah. At that point, we... How did this all pan out? Um, we knew grid life was at AMP, so I hit up Andy at ASM. I asked if he had extra room in one of the rigs to go back to Wisconsin, if we could just get there. Um, he thankfully did. So we ended up junking the car in Athens, Tennessee. Um, rule number six of Chop Top, unwritten rule, always bring the title. Yep. <laughs> oh, so, I would have never thought about that. Yeah, that's yep. pr- so, did he have it? Oh, yeah. We had the title. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so, you, what you do is you Google scrapyards. You drive to the closest one there. Jesus. Wow. You sell your choppy for scrap, which is extremely high right now. That's fair. You're that's not wrong. That, that worked out. So, Ish. what didn't work out is um, this is a small town of like 13,000 people, and there was a college right dead center of town. Um, when we drove in, there was college kids walking around campus and playing <laughs> volleyball doing what college kids do there's uber in town we kind of counted on being able to get an uber from the scrapyard to enterprise a little too much <laughs> oh no <laughs> and then while we were driving to the scrapyard from the hotel um it was supposed to rain so we suited up for rain and we drove the 15 minutes to the scrapyard in the rain and then could not get an uber from the 
scrapyard to the um, Enterprise. Because they wouldn't come out there? Yeah, doesn't Enterprise pick you up? Well, they would if we could get cell phone uh, reception and use the phones in the wet kind of deal. It was kind of a real bad deal. Like, everybody's mental state was just gone and done and Oh, man. Jesus. What a mess. um, Yeah, so we walked 45 for 50 minutes in to get the Enterprise. You you should have just held off on scrapping it, drove it back into town, and then gone back. Well, we had already scrapped it. (laughs) (laughs) We signed the title, which was another funny thing, because the scrapyard we took it to, uh, we pull up, like, you guys scrap cars? Like, yeah, we do. Like, okay, we got a car. Well, is the gas tank out of it? No, we drove it here. <laughs> what do you mean you drove it here? <laughs> <laughs> come outside real quick. Come here. I got something to show you. And at that point, some guy comes in. Y'all drive that here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the way from South Dakota, man. You want to buy it? Yeah, I'll give you scrap for it. <laughs> Jeez, it's probably rolling around Athens, Georgia right now. I hope it totally is. I hope it's their scrap car or their scrapyard car. Oh, man, that would be the best scrapyard runabout. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That's great. I really hope it is. Yeah, this guy's like, I'll buy that. I'll pay scrap for it. We got 300 bucks for a car with no roof. (laughs) Jesus. It's 300 more than he paid for it. Yeah, yeah, that's profit. That's, that's all fair. profit. So, yeah, he bought that, and we ended up walking to Enterprise and getting our Kia Forte or some <laughs> stupid shit like that, which pulled to the right because someone curbed. Jumped, yeah, the, it jumped a curb. Oh my god! Like we were loading everything up. Dalton was getting the rental car inside, all signed away because he's platinum member, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fucking Dalton walking around the car and this wheel is just somebody tore this wheel up like it is shot and go in there like uh, you got the wheel marked down for damage because this thing's fucked <laughs> like and the guy's like oh the hubcap like yeah whatever the wheel is screwed up man like oh we can replace those for like 25 bucks I'm like I don't care mark it down as red on the sheet yeah get in the car start going down the road pulls to the right <laughs> oh my gosh this is a, like 20 something 20 maybe 18 i don't know the highest mileage rental car i've ever driven in my life it had like forty-five thousand miles on it <laughs> oh my god what like, a poor existence that would have been yep yeah so enter phase two of uh corporate rental car companies can eat shit um they don't do one-way rentals mm-hmm. and then this one they had issues with people breaking into their uh, Dropbox for dropping keys off after hours. Weird. So, no, we can't no after do a, hours. We can't do a one-way rental, so we have to return this rental car back to this location that we're at. No after-hours pickup. It's already Friday. <laughs> See you Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, or Saturday between the hours of nine and noon. Oh, my gosh. So, what a pain in the ass. Yeah, what a utter pain in the ass. So um, I will never rent a car from Enterprise, Budget, It Hurts, any of the tune. Um, so that I'm just going to do Turo for life because 
If you're going to have to one-way, it just as well be a Turo. Yeah, I can understand not one way in a Turo. That's someone's car, right? But if you can't, if you can't one way it anyway, yeah, just as well be something that you can get way better stuff on Turo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we had to. We finally rented a car. Finally got all situated and got a game plan going. Um, we had a tentative ride with the ASM crew back to Wisconsin, and then, like I said, my good buddy Jason lives in the same town as Andy's shop. He's like, yeah, just take one of my cars home, get it back whenever. Nice. Like, cool. Uh, great. We have a, we just need to get the AMP. We just need to get with the grid life family and we'll figure it out from there. But we still have this rental car that we have to get back <laughs> the next morning between nine and noon. Still have to figure that out. So we drive the two hours, 15 minutes to get the AMP, start hanging out with buddies, start having cone beers with uh, Matt Williams and crew and doing karaoke. <laughs> what, what's with the, the cone beers thing? What, I don't I don't know where the cone beers came from. What, but so they're literally in, in tiny little orange, like yeah. autocross orange safety cones, but like cup sized. I guess I would say they probably hold a beer. They're like, they're not uh, made for, like, these were not intended for drinking out of. They're actually like right. autocross they're cones. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like they're like little like soccer kids. Yeah. Soccer yeah. Cones yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That they're totally not intended for food and drink purposes. So <laughs> I mean, neither is a shoe, and people do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, the cone was way safer. <laughs> so yeah, our first <laughs> we started walking around the paddock at Grid Life. So A, we needed to find a ride home to South Dakota. And B, we needed to find another car to drive this piece of shit rental back to the piece of shit rental company the next morning. So we just started around asking people. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man, can I borrow your car tomorrow morning? Can I borrow your car? Um, so who did you end up finding? Yeah, so who was the kind person? Yeah. Um, I it. believe his name was Connor. Um, he actually works grid for grid life. Um, he had flown in to run grid um, for the weekend, and he had actually rented a Chevrolet Spark. Noise. From the airport. That's a fun car. And he had graciously offered to... Uh, let us borrow it. Um, and we had asked if we could come get it at like seven in the morning so we could be to the rental car place when they opened at nine in Athens and then back to somewhat enjoy the day of racing. Cause right. Saturday was the last day at AMP. Mm-hmm. Turns out he was sleeping in the car for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's what you do a good life. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is yeah, what, that's you, what do. you do. Yeah. Huh? That makes sense. The so we woke him up at seven in the morning and kicked him out of his bed. His bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which we are forever grateful for. And then drove our piece of shit rental back. She has like and, at least uh, buying breakfast and coffee or something. Or just kick him out of his bed and say, see you later. Uh, for not to say, but <laughs> so he didn't get breakfast and coffee. Yeah, we, there was nothing around the track. It was worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, it was one of those deals. Yeah, um, filled it up, put some money in the center council for him. You know, Good we enough. did at least do that. So, yeah. um, forever grateful. Um, like I said, Grid Life family is the best family. Where else can you walk around a paddock and be like, "Can I borrow your car?" <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> I shit. Take my keys to my rental. Um, so yeah, we returned that car at nine a.m. the next morning, and um, same guy came back out. You guys are back already. Yeah, we want nothing to well, do with you What choice do we have, <laughs> asshole? Let's either return it today or Monday. And quite frankly, we'll go to we jail on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get that car? 
Dalton. Dalton. I don't know. We borrowed it from someone we met last night. Don't even know his name. Just got in the car and we left. <laughs> oh, no. Because he was like, we were all pissed. Like, this is dumb. We can't even do an after hours drop box because your guys' drop box was getting broke into. So we resorted to business hours while you're there to drop off this piece of shit Kia. Like, no. I'm so done with rental car companies. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, and then like we're on the phone, like, can I get a one way? Like, are you flexible on your dates? And keep in mind this is what? March eighteenth. Like, are you flexible on your dates? Yeah, what do you got? Well we can get you a one way rental on April sixteenth. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do for a month? Not that flexible. Start start walking. Start, yeah, like I could walk home. <laughs> like Christ. And then, of course, all you ever talk to is call centers from overseas, and you can't talk to anybody directly. No. Right? It's like all humility is lost um, what a in all these conversations. It's like, Jesus. the car's dead. Like, we need to get home. Like, how do we get home? Well, the best we can do is a month from now. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, so, I guess I haven't, I haven't rented a car since before the pandemic, so I, yeah. yeah, I didn't know idea. I don't know that I've ever rented a car. Mostly for work is usually how I did. Well, like I rented that. Jeep. Oh yeah, I have rented a car for work. Yeah, yeah, the Jeep. It's all long term, one way or not one way, long term round trip stuff, and they'll bend over backwards for you. But Joe's yeah. coming off the street to yeah. I need to go home. Yeah, no, screw you. Also, so we resorted to Facebook Marketplace. Um, we also resorted to the local Chevy dealers to see if they had any new slumlords. Ah. What if you could do they a U-Haul? Not. Uh U-Haul was uh seven hundred and fifty dollars one way. Plus the gas would be astronomical. Yeah, so that doesn't make any trains. sense either. Yeah. That sucks. Well thankfully when we got there, um I had forgotten all about uh buddy West Case who runs GLTC. Yeah, he yep. lives twenty minutes yeah. south of me. Yeah, lives in basically in South uh, yep. Sioux Falls. So, yep. So, graciously enough, I know he's a listener, and thank you again. Um, him and his wife uh, Tammy let us ride home with them from AMP. So we were once we got with Super the Grid nice. Life family, yeah. we were all good. So, unfortunately, we did not finish the Chop Top Challenge, but. <sighs> But you made it home, so that's... <laughs> You'll get another chance, though. Yeah. yeah. You doing it again? Well, we needed another free car. I mean... It doesn't have to be that free. Close to free. Yeah, if you split it three ways, it ain't free. so bad. I've been... Don't... I'm going to put this out here, Don't okay? do it. I'm going to put this out here. Ryan can decide what he wants to do with it. All right. But I'm going to put this out here. Uh, when and if I end up with another vehicle... That's a daily driver. Like if I fix the S10 or buy something uh-huh, else or whatever, uh-huh. I'm going to have this blazer I don't care about anymore. And honestly, I would much rather see it get chop topped than sell it. You don't have a choice now, Ryan. But I almost promise you that that transmission is going to go out on it at some point. <laughs> so, One stipulation. So like the. the you have to ooh. come get our asses because we can't get one way around. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be our uh, on-call saving grace of that weekend if we chop the top on the blazer. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm going to go with though. Yeah, there you maybe go. I'll go with. Ryan. Oh, you, you go know? with, and yeah, let's I do mean, it. there is a team out of Michigan that they have a uh, manual transmission blazer. Yeah, it's yeah, a I've team of gals that. actually. They were at the That's spring awesome. kickoff as well. They, yeah, they I called themselves the Angry Baseball. Team. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't realize it was girls. That I I saw the team team. name. I didn't realize that that's all girls. That's hilarious. It was an all girl team. Manual transmission blazer. I just assumed it was like literally a bunch of baseball dads that like one of them came across it on on social media one day, like at like baseball practice. Like, bros, let's do this. (laughs) So that makes it even better, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of good people that do it. A lot of fun. It's yeah. It's a good, like, you don't have to win to have fun. You you can win and have fun. Like, everybody's there just to have a good time and see the country and do fun stuff with misery on the side. I wish that Katie wasn't such a fun sucker because it would be hilarious to take my family on this. Yes, it would. Like, chop the top of the blazer off and throw my wife and kids in it. That would be hilarious. God, that would be fun for, like, 34 minutes my kid my <laughs> my son would love it my daughter's a little young to be putting through that kind of well the uh, best torture. part is is when you chop the top on a vehicle you can't hear anything going on so <laughs> katie could be over here blah 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 you can't hear it just shut <laughs> off the bluetooth face <laughs> yeah i caught up on a bunch of podcasts because i'm not gonna lie i was way behind yeah so. that happens yeah. like it was a good uh it was a good like zen ish kind of moment where like you're not really you're hanging your out with buddies lot. but you're, you're doing your own buddies thing. but you're like you're just thinking about it yeah. and you're actually enjoying the yeah. countryside and enjoying the drive and it's like really good it's actually would be a like the routes he puts together it'd be yeah. a really good family vacation it look, um, yeah it did yeah. look really fun if it wasn't maybe in like five or rain. six years when my kids are a little older and can handle something like that though i would seriously consider doing that as a family vacation just for the lols <laughs> the colorado trip um let's see here i'm on this that was more now. point to point that was like or that was a that lot was shorter of a deal yeah Colorado was more of a directed trip, whereas this one was like, go do whatever you want. Be here by the state right. kind of deal. Colorado um, was more of like a, a rally. Yeah, like you had checkpoints and whatnot right? And all that. But there was a team of, I think, seven or eight. It was a family, and they cut the top on their Suburban, and it was <laughs> a family of like seven people. They're all grown and like our age. Right. But dad drove the Suburban, and kids did the challenges in the back seat and told dad where to go and it's family affair is kind of kind of neat to see and they all dressed up and trying to find a picture they had a great costume set do it so in my minivan would be funny too the minivan would be great make sure yeah. the sliding doors still work on it and all yep. that yep be so good so be pretty good that is one thing you should probably do we did weld the door shut on ours uh, we didn't do a roll bar Safety third. Yeah. It was one of those deals where we had people lined up to do it and they always backed out and um, it just never happened. It's fine. It's kind of hard to like, I realize that the, uh, but he's, they're not like it. I mean, he did take it on the track. Yeah. It's street driven. It's probably okay. Yeah, there's convertibles out there without roll protection all the time. Yeah. People don't die in convertibles. Every every Miata ever. Yeah, see, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's kind of what we, I don't know. It wasn't like. We'll just roll the dice. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It wasn't competence inspiring not to have a roll bar. (laughs) You've for sure done stupider things, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Dalton's done stupider things. Yep. Absolutely. He's winched himself up and down the front of his house with a Jeep. So <laughs> This was one of the safer things he did. Yeah. So yeah, oh yeah, there was a team out of Wisconsin that chopped the uh top on an old uh, R V. Like a short R V. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they put a mini golf course in it and like a sixty-four and all that. So it's just it's good fun to just go out and do. Um, I think one thing we we're going to look for in our next one was a manual transmission car. Because there was... Um, yeah, that'd be the way to do it. Yeah. There's an old Ford Aerostar that had transmission problems along the way this year, too, in the mountain passes and all that. So That makes sense. Know. that they're, They tend, especially with that age and mileage that most of those are going to end up being, they tend to be a little more reliable. Yeah. Just take out a variable of reliability, so. Yeah. My 4L60 is already making funny noises, so. Keep that evil off of me. <laughs> <laughs> My Tahoe is doing great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drove it today. So, nice. Well, I yeah. think, Ryan, I appreciate you coming on, despite your maybe your little bit of hesitation, but I think it was good still. I enjoyed it. So yeah, it uh, Maybe come on again if. Uh, yeah, let's enjoyed. let's do some other stupid stuff and and talk yeah. about it on the podcast. So yeah, anytime we can do that, Robbie. Ready to wrap this up? Sure. All right. So we want to remind everybody the reason we do this podcast that we're able to do this podcast because of the partnerships and sponsors we have. So remind everybody to head over to Factor Fabrication, factorfabrication dot com for all your fabrication and custom whatever you want needs. Uh, if you need to get caged or railed, hit up Booney. So if you want uh, like a cool table or custom furniture or you know, chairs, whatever, railings in your house, safety cages in your car. Booney will hook you up. Factorfabrication.com. And also head over to mypetrobox.com. Petrobox is the one, your monthly uh, automotive car culture subscription box. You get uh, shirts, car care products, tools, magazines. I mean, just all sorts of cool automotive-based stuff that shows up in your doorstep once a month if you want to do that. Um Use the code TTP15 to get 15% off your first box. And then if you want to kind of pick and choose some of the stuff that they've done in previous boxes, you can head over to their website, go to the shop. Same code applies, TTP15 to get 15% off literally everything that's available in the store. So if you need mechanics, gloves, car care products like glass cleaner, uh, stuff like Eagle Grit, that's available sometimes. So if you just go to the shop, you know what you want. It'll be, you'll not, you will not find mechanics, gloves, or like Adams polishes and stuff like that cheaper than using our code at, at mypetchbox.com. And finally, no hot take this week, but uh, if you want to get faster on track, Apex Pro is the best bang for your buck. ApexTrackCoach.com. Use the code 10 tenths to get uh, 10% off your Gen 2 when you get that and a window mount. Uh, the Gen 2 has more capabilities. You can do the crew view on their app, and you can, you can get live telemetry and stuff. People can watch you. Um, you can watch other people if you have the app. And the app itself is the official motorsports app of 10 tenths podcast. It is free. You can use it to kind of get an intro into what their capabilities is capabilities are. So if you want to just use it like a, a lap timer using just your phone, you can do that for free. Or you can pair it with any of their uh, their units, so the Gen 1 or the Gen 2, obviously getting more capabilities. And then you can take that data and you can do coaching sessions with Andrew. Then that's available at their website. Um, also, congratulations to Andrew and his new baby. Oh, that's right. I was trying to schedule my uh, coaching session with him. That son of a I, gun. Like, I literally texted him yesterday. I was like, 
all right, you know, let's, let's, let's get this on the books because I want to at least have a, a date. And then he texts back a picture of a child. He's like, I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> He's like, how about next week? Done. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm um, always happy to support Andrew. So congratulations on uh, having the baby. And then uh, everyone else needs to go and say congratulations. And while you're out at the website, buy an Apex Pro. ApexTireCoach.com. That's the show, man. Yeah. Thanks sure. again, Ryan. No problem. Thanks for having me. Finally. I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you in October, probably. <laughs> ah, maybe probably. Uh, you got a hey, you got an ABS unit to buy, so I'll see you. Well, that's if he, that's if he didn't sell it out from under me. I'll mess. He would never do such a thing. I don't think he would. I would hope he wouldn't. I'd feel like friendship over if he did. <laughs> did he say you had it? Like it's yours or? Uh, I was. I thought I was the only one that messaged him. So it says pending sale. I'm hoping it was that I'm the one he's assuming is going to. Oh, perfect. You'd be fine. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah I don't many, many thanks to Wes. Yeah, I say I get along with Wes really well. <laughs> I owe him many, 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 many thanks. Well, yeah, if, yeah I'll say if, if he does have it off the car and I am, in fact, the one buying it, then I'll probably see – I could see you in a week or two. Yeah, just let me know when you're coming to town. I don't have anything planned for the foreseeable future. Right. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. You have a whole WRL schedule. I don't know. I mean, not until May, though. It's fine. It's May. Road America in May. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to come uh, smoke cigars and do your feeling. Not at the same not, time. Yeah, not at the no. same time, please. <laughs> we will Maybe. see. I might come out for that, actually. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, a lot of people are coming out for that. You guys can all stay over away while we're busy. What if we want to help, Robbie? What if I have to do maintenance on the van again? Don't well, be, don't don't be, a, don't no, be around I'm going to have my children with me, so we're going to be on the other side of the racetrack yeah. for that. We just throw in hubs. If you're doing like, maintenance on the shit. van, I'm just going to be looking over your shoulder. You uh, sure that's where that goes, Robbie? I don't fucking that's care. Gonna it's, gonna not my van. it's not my van. <laughs> All right. Short show. Yeah, okay. All right. What, what was that one? Hour 49. Oh, look at us. Yeah, short show. It's under two hours. That's because we did have an intro and we did do a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's here's fine. a hot thing for you. I forgot to do it in the show. The show's um, not over. Because we're in Louisville, um, Dalton also bought this bottle of bourbon from Four Roses. <laughs> for you? Um, so we bought the bottle from Four Roses, and because there's so much culture in Louisville, and by culture I mean tent cities downtown, um, Dalton left a bunch of stuff in the car You know that has no roof. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So one of the things he left was this bottle of Four Roses because he actually enjoyed it. Um, left it in the car, so I thought I did the right thing and grabbed it and brought it up to the room. Well, he didn't know that, so um, that housekeeper got a really nice tip that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's hilarious. Dalton. <laughs> hot take. Sick bird. But, for real. Been fun. Maybe yeah. We'll do one again. So, yep, yeah. we'll definitely do more. And we'll catch everyone else next week. <laughs>